It's June 10th, 2020. Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. First up, uh, we are currently in our June Pledge Drive. If you enjoy the local talk shows, great music programming, and national news coverage, please make a contribution to HPR right now by going to our website at hawaiipublicradio.org. Or, of course, you can also give through our mobile app. And, of course, during these challenging times, we are here for you. Now, I want to welcome to the show Omar Sultan from Accelerate Hawaii, Ethan West from Punahele Provisions, and Roxy Ortiz from Wooden Wave. And, of course, they're here to tell us about the Pre-X program and how their companies are helping to create Hawaii's new diverse economy. Hey, welcome to the show. Thank Thanks, you. Bert. Glad to be here. Thanks, Bert. Now, Omar, you know we, uh, you know, just like uh, just like I tell Melly, you know, we probably have uh, we have a name on one of the seats over here with your name on it, and I know you've uh, you you're a pretty regular guy uh, coming on the show, but you know, in these uh, new days of uh, social distancing, I I have to rely on the telephone connectivity to to have you guys in. So I'll 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 say it up front. I miss you guys, you know, being in the studio, but. Um, you know, being uh, calling in, I I, I did want to give you a chance to tell us a little bit about the program. I know we did, we talked about it about a month ago, but now that you're actually in it, tell us about what Pre-X is all about. Of course, yeah. Um, definitely do not give up my seat. I love that seat. I love being in the studio <laughs> with you. So definitely the best radio show in Hawaii, right? Hey, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Pre-X, uh, we created this new program uh, titled Pre-X part of the Accelerate Hawaii offering. And the idea here was uh, how can we support local businesses you know, even more so? We all have different uh, offerings in Hawaii. There's different programs, different accelerators. And we took a look at what is currently missing in the ecosystem, if you will, and how can we better support both the companies as well as the existing programs. So rather than creating something that competes, how can we create something that is complementary? And that's, that's the origins of Pre-X. The idea here is you, whether you're pre-revenue, pre-customers, pre-investment, whatever your X is, we want to act as that springboard to help get you across to the other side, uh, if you will. Mm-hmm. It's, an, it's an investment readiness program at its foundation, and so that's really kind of what we hunker in and focus uh, specifically on, if you will. So is that, the, is that sort of the gap that you had identified? Like there's there's a lot of efforts to get people into accelerators, but, you know, trying to get the companies that maybe just have a have a, a need to bump into you know whatever they want to achieve uh is that sort of the gap that you identified we did yeah we did an ecosystem map uh we talked to the different accelerators we talked to the different funders and what we found is and then we also talked to companies right across various sectors not just tech but all all the companies in hawaii that want to get started or that want to grow or want to scale mm-hmm. uh, we didn't talk to every single one of course but we talked to a big sampling of them and we kept hearing the same thing over and over again one how do we get better runways and pathways into the existing programs and then on the program side um, how can they tap into a larger and larger uh, pool of uh, potential applicants and so we thought this would be the best way to kind of merge the two um gaps that we saw on either side. So Accelerate Hawaii, I mean, you folks have been interacting with a lot of companies, and it's not necessarily tech companies either. I mean, it's a lot of companies that need uh, some level of, uh, uh, let's say, uh, mentoring or maybe uh, some 
you know, information about various uh, business resources. And so you've, you've got a pretty wide range of, of access to businesses already, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, the way that we look at it is we take a, a two- or a three-pronged approach. We don't think it's enough to just cut checks to teams and mm-hmm. uh, the companies that, in addition to that, we also have to provide them with the foundational sort of skill sets and connections and network. And so um, we do a top-down, and then we do a bottom-up approach, uh, really trying to just create this entire runway and continuum to be able to provide different uh, venues and different possibilities of supporting them as they continue to grow. Companies that are just getting started versus companies that are growing versus scaling, they have different needs. And so how can we fill in those gaps or connect them to others who have those uh, resources? So, so Omar, I know you have uh, several companies uh, in your uh, pre-X cohort. So how did you, how did you pick uh, the two that are on the show today? I know they're probably like the best ones, but, you know, I'll leave you to say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when we first started out, we, we were looking for 10 companies, but the, the quality of the applicants uh, and the volume of applications, um, as we talked about last month, you know, we, we, when COVID hit, we started thinking, should we pause this like some of the other programs are doing? Or do we forge full steam ahead? And, of course, we, we forged full steam ahead because it was obvious that the companies in Hawaii needed the support. And uh, they weren't pausing. They were trying to stay alive. They were trying to uh, survive. They were trying to thrive. And so it behooved us to have the, the program available to them to support them. So we ended up actually accepting 15 companies. And you have two fine companies on the show with you today, Kunahele <laughs> with Ethan. Um, who perhaps is a man that needs no introduction, as we're finding out. Ethan knows a lot of people in the community, which is awesome. And then, of course, Roxy with Wooden, uh, Roxy and her husband, Matt Ortiz, with uh, Wooden Wave. These two companies are just a great example of the caliber of teams that we have in this cohort. And i got to tell you, this is one of the best cohorts of companies that we've ever worked with, and I'm not just saying that. Well, before we, we jump into the exact, you know, like what exactly does uh, uh, Punahele Provisions and, and Wooden Wave do, I mean, what are some of the other companies that were sort of part of this 15-member uh, cohort? They're, they're from many different sectors. We have a, a large number of direct-to-consumer, consumer packaged goods um, type of companies that are working on, you know, the next best vinegar. Um, of course, you've got Ethan with Baby Food, super-powered baby food. Um, they're working on creativity and, the, and the, the digital boxes that I'm sure Roxy is going to talk about when she starts telling you a little bit more about Wooden Wave. We also have tech companies, ones that are developing these technology solutions to be able to connect people to place and uh, indigenous stories and just local stories, right? So it, it really is wide across the range. Um, and then we've got Ice cream, you know, who doesn't love ice cream? We have uncle's uh, uncle's ice cream in our cohort as well. So, See, and that, that you know, Omar, that's the part of uh, not being in the studio. You know, I would have probably gotten some ice cream, you know, and you know, so that that would have been a nice uh, touch to the show. <laughs> but over the Ethan, phone, I'm not gonna get any ice cream. Ethan had some baby food ready to go for you. Man. Oh man, I could use that too. <laughs> So speaking, way, speaking of Ethan, Ethan West, so tell us a little bit about uh, Punahele Provisions. Hey, Bert. Thanks for having, sure. having me on. Yeah, Punahele Provisions, you know, it was founded out of a need for, one, a locally sourced baby food, one that supports food systems here in Hawaii, but two, out of 
this study that, that we found last fall that found that 95% of baby foods that were tested on the market, they, had, they contained toxic ingredients, mm-hmm. arsenic and lead, that really harmed brain development. So we wanted to give consumers a healthy Hawaii-grown start to life that was also safe and transparent and bolster Hawaii's food systems along the way. So these superfoods, foraging foods like taro and ulu, we wanted to give an identity and an option well, that's a great idea. So are, are there, uh, you know, since you brought it up, I mean, are there any other baby foods uh, that, are, that are, you know, created, made in Hawaii? There are. You know, I'm glad you, glad you asked that. Um, there is a, a great couple of moms um, that does Healthy Baby Hawaii. They mm-hmm. do fresh weekly delivered baby foods. Uh, they do a commercial kitchen out in Kailua. There's also a, a smaller brand called Alohana Keiki. They do more of a rice juke. They do a phenomenal job doing direct-to-consumer. We'll send it out weekly. And what we wanted to do was take it up a notch and offer it at a retail level. You know, So if you do go to a Foodland or a Whole Foods, you're able to see a representation of the best that Hawaii has to offer on the shelf. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when you do the, the old geezer version, uh, just let me know because I'll be, a, <laughs> I'll be a customer of that. You got it, man. <laughs> Now, so, okay, so, uh, Roxy, tell me a little bit about uh, Wooden Wave. Hi. Um, so, Wooden Wave, that's me and my husband, Matt. We're an artist duo, and we provide mural painting and creative services. Um, so, people might have seen our work around Hawaii. Um, locally in Honolulu, we have the Salt Shopping Center, mm-hmm. that um, mural that's right there by the parking structure on the left. Um, that one we did. We might be best known for our murals that are part of the Powwow Mural Festival. So those ones are our signature work, which is images of sustainable treehouse communities. So across from Whole Foods, speaking of Whole Foods, in Kaka'ako, we have a treehouse mural where it's, a, it's in the shape of a boombox. So it's pretty fun there. Um, we also had one that was in the shape of Darth Vader's helmet. Um, so yeah, so we have our murals around town. Um, and what we're doing for pre actually, is we're trying to figure out a way to bring those images that families really love into their homes. So we're going to be offering a digital subscription where families can educate and and engage their kids with um, activities that come monthly. So that might include coloring pages, other activities where they can interact with our illustrations, and they can just do it right from their printer. So so Wooden so Wave really exciting. Wooden Wave is uh, is mural art that is and you are you and your husband Matt are the artists is that correct mm-hmm. that's right that's great so um are have you folks been involved with any of the like the uh, the powwow uh efforts in Kakako? yeah yes so we've been part of the powwow mural festival since 2013 mm-hmm. and we also have an art space in Lana Lane Studios which is the headquarters for powwow so there's a bunch of us in there that are mural painters and um, have been really active in that uh, community for a long time. Wow, that's great! So you know, send me some pictures of your your uh, artwork, and I, you know, I'll I'll uh, I'll see if I have some social media uh, um, um, uh, clout that I can I can help you know <laughs> get some get some image recognition out there. So yeah, because you know that's the good. the. There's so many artists that take take part in the uh, powwow. It's it's hard to you know kind of get a get an idea as to who exactly they are, and and especially the ones that maybe are that are uh, you just mentioned that are featured around salt. I mean, let me know what those are, and, and I could uh, 
you know, help uh, kind of get the word out. That would be kind of cool. So, Sounds so, good. So let me ask you now, um, for both of you, maybe um, Ethan, I mean, what did what did you see in, in Pre-X that got you interested in wanting to participate? Yeah, you know, Besides me, of course. Was, right? <laughs> is the, <laughs> uh, it's unique. It's the first of its kind. It is as we're exploring how we can really take our business to the next level and, and get some horsepower behind us. Prex provides this very low pressure, open and honest format for going through our due diligence and our planning and to kind of either validate or invalidate our studies. We've got a business, but you know it. It's a really unique situation where you can talk directly with investors, with venture capital, with accelerators, and find out what's really going on inside their head with nothing on the line. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. It's a free program for businesses with little to no risk, which is it's unheard of. So, and Roxy, I mean, what did the what did you see as as the benefit of of participating in Prex besides you know being being close to the the handsome Omar Sultan? <laughs> so many benefits. Um, yeah, I think you kind of touched on it with you know getting the word out. I think as mural artists, you know, we're able to communicate to people through social media. Um, my husband was also on the NBC show Making It mm-hmm. last season. Um, so there are ways to leverage your presence, but that doesn't always translate to having a successful business. And I think um, in Hawaii, especially, you're not necessarily sure what are the best resources to turn to as an artist. Um, and how to really scale your business, especially when you're um, trying to venture into things like a digital subscription for us or something that's a pivot where it's more technology-based than something that you might have previously been doing. Um, so that's one thing that we were looking at with joining Prex is how do we do something that's scalable? Because Matt and I are both artists, and we can only paint a number of mm-hmm. murals a year right, right. or do you know, illustrations or things like that. But with this digital product, it's scalable because um, it's really a PDF that we have to create. Um, we put a lot of time and effort into conceptualizing it, but once it's out there in the world, um, you know, it, there's an unlimited number of people that can download it. So for us, we're really looking at a way to share our art with people and just you know, bring joy all over the world in a way that's not limited by what we can do, um, you know, in an hour or something like no, that. No, no, that's a, that's, a, that's a great idea. And, you know, what I, I, I do want to ask Omar uh, about how you have structured the program that helps to give, give good advice to both artists as well as uh, food, you know, food manufacturers like, uh, like Ethan. But, but, but before we do that, we'll hold that thought. We'll be right back after this short break to continue our conversation with Omar Sultan, Ethan West, and Roxy Ortiz. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk show programming. Mahalo to contributors Ekahi Health, Ulupono Initiative, and Impact Hub Honolulu Coworking. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe. I'm Bert Lum, and if you're just joining us, we're talking to Omar Sultan from Accelerate Hawaii, Ethan West from Punahele Provisions, and Roxy Ortiz from Wooden Wave, and we're talking about creating Hawaii's new economy. And of course, right before the break, we you know we were getting a little bit of uh, background on what Wooden Wave does and what Punahele Provisions th- does, and you know they're really kind of different. And I think all the companies that are part of the Pre X uh, cohort 
are probably pretty different. So, Omar, I mean, like, what is it about the pre-X that you are able to not only provide a variety of different uh, companies that are part of the cohort the individual kind of attention that they need, but still, you know, be able to take the whole cohort, you know, to the next level? Sure. Um, part of it is that, as you know, everything that we do, we do, we build all these programs that we create, we create them from the ground up. We don't just take cookie cutter models that work somewhere else and then just drop it in Hawaii and then expect it to work. Mm-hmm. And so we built this from the ground up to support the local ecosystem and the, the local companies. And the fact of the matter is the, the companies in Hawaii are diverse. And so we, sh- we need to be able to create the proper support structure for that diversity. Uh, so when we looked at the companies that we were getting in our applications, um, we realized that, one, with COVID, that we would have to pivot significantly, and two, with the types of companies that were coming forth, the program in and of itself would also have to be uh, tweaked a bit. But like I said at the beginning, the foundational component of the pre-ex program is to get the company's investment ready. And you heard that, right? Mm-hmm. Ethan's growing a business. Roxy and her husband, Matt, are growing their business. All the companies in our, in our program, whether they're just starting out or whether they have six-figure-plus revenue, they're all growing a business here in Hawaii. And, um, and that's why we wanted to make sure that it was grounded in the values of Aloha and grounded in the values of Hawaii. Now, so in terms of the uh, uh, the delivery of the the experience, I mean, and and when you first came up with the idea for Prex, obviously, you know, there was a pre it was pre pandemic kind of uh, um, uh, program. How have you adopted or adapted to this? Uh, kind of new reality that we're in i mean and and i know you're probably going to say oh we're 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 all on zoom but you know besides that i mean what what have you done to kind of give the cohort a sense of uh ohana and and togetherness but at the same time having to exercise this social distancing sure without giving away too much of our secret sauce bert um (laughs) yeah we're all doing zoom calls and we're all doing exercises um in terms of like connecting more with each other, but we're also bringing in a diversity of speakers, right, to establish sort of that uh, that ohana, like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Right? If we just brought in the same style of speakers over and over and over again, I don't think it would invite that opportunity for connection between the different teams um, and between our team, of course, with the cohort. Uh, so we brought in, you know, ex- unbelievably experienced venture capitalists like Barry Weinman. Mm-hmm. Um, who's had like over 70 IPOs under his belt. And we brought in um, people like Uncle Pono to talk about, you know, ways that we can seek to respond with Aloha. And I think all of these things help kind of round it out uh, to, to, to provide a safe and brave space for all of us to connect and grow together. No, that's great. And, and uh, I, I, I do want to give uh, um, Roxy and Ethan a chance to tell us uh, what they're Sort of two-week experience. So, Ethan, Ethan, maybe I'll start with you. Just imagine that Omar's not on the line. I mean, what has your two-week experience been like? Yeah, so I'm, I'm pretending Omar's gone right now. Yeah. <laughs> but it has been, you know, a phenomenal experience in business development and then also the resources that they're pulling in. They're teaching you to look at your business from a whole new perspective that involves Aloha, that involves the community here in Hawaii, and that 
can take a really brutal and honest look at it to see whether or not it makes sense. Um, the flow of it is incredible, how it builds week after week, starting out with different things like customer discovery and how that'll apply to your pitches and how you can look at your business and realize, is this a scalable business for investment or is this something that um, doesn't need outside investment, venture capital or what have you? So it's been a nice progression uh, mm-hmm. from from the get-go, building on top of itself. And Roxy, what have, what have, uh, what have you experienced so far in the last couple of weeks uh, You know, with the program? Yeah, well, I'd have to agree with everything that Ethan said. So I'll actually focus maybe on the curation that Sultan Ventures did um, with the cohort that they've put together, because I think that's just as important, you know, um, going through all those applications, whether by accident, but I think it was on purpose. Uh, they really put together a group of genuinely friendly, pe- friendly people who are um, generous, they're fun. Um, I think especially with being an, an entrepreneur, it's a really stressful lifestyle because we wear, you know, all the hats from the founder to the marketer to the janitor to the stock person, um, you know, and a lot of times we, we might network a lot within our own industries, but not necessarily um, across. So I think it's really helpful to be connected to these people who are facing similar struggles um, and then also have their own networks of, um, you know, really expert people within their own industries that can um, cross over and we can find connection that way. And so we've just really had a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> so, you know, we, we're in that struggle together. We're, I think all of us across Zoom are kind of bunker buddies in that we're We've been, you know, staying home a lot and really focusing on our business, but it's great to look up from our spreadsheets and see other people that um, can kind of virtually hold hands with us in these journeys. So, Roxy, I mean, you know, on a typical day or typical week, I mean, how many how many Zoom calls are, are involved with the Pre-X program? I mean, you know, like I had a Zoom call today, it was an hour and a half, and, you know, I'm pretty exhausted after that. I mean, what is your, <laughs> what is your typical sort of uh, Zoom experience uh, with Pre-X? Yes. So we meet at least three times a week um, for two hours. And then there's also sessions where they bring in expert speakers. And then we also meet with these kind of mini groups within the cohort. So Mm -hmm. we're grouped by three with other people who have um, similar audiences or might have um, similar challenges that we're facing that we can bounce ideas off of. And there's there's exercises that we do together, and that's really been valuable in helping us to um, kind of clarify our brand missions and focus on each of our individual goals as well. So, so Omar, yeah, I mean, so a lot of Zoom. <laughs> yeah. So, Omar, for for you and Tarek, I mean, you, it must be a, a scheduling challenge to just manage all the different people and all the different Zoom calls over the course of the uh, the whole program. Oh yeah, I'd love to say that uh, it's been a huge scheduling challenge for me, but. I'm not the one that does it. It's actually Kate that does it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've got it pretty easy. I just have to make sure that I, I stop deleting stuff out of the shared uh, drive folders. So what other tools are you using besides besides Zoom? I mean, what, uh, you know, you said shared folders. I mean, what are you, are you using uh, Google Docs? I mean, what's the, what's the preferred platform? Yeah, we've been using Google Docs a lot um, and then a lot of other virtual platforms. Zoom has been a lifesaver. And allowing us all to, to connect with each other as face-to-face as we can be. And you can imagine how, how much of a struggle it is um, 
that uh, we have a lot of food companies and we, get, we don't get to sample any of the, of the food that they're, they're, they're making. We also have teams, though. The thing that's been nice about having it virtual, to be honest, is that we have teams from, I think, every single island. We have teams from Maui, we have teams from the Big Island, and we have teams from Kauai, mm-hmm. as well, of course, Oahu in the, in the program. So it's been nice to have the same sort of common foundational experience for everybody involved. Usually when the programs just run on Oahu, you know, sometimes people fly in, but it's, it's much more of a, of a struggle or a burden for the neighbor island team. No, you're absolutely right because, you know, if, if uh, for lack of anything else, I mean, the pandemic has, has sort of equalized everything to the point where, you know, we're all on the same platform and it doesn't matter whether you're on a neighbor island or, or you know, in the heart of, heart of Honolulu. I mean, everybody has to pretty much zoom in to, to get access. Now, look, Omar, what's the, how many weeks is the uh, uh, Pre-X program? So for this pilot, it's, it's, it's a sprint. I suppose it's turned out to be that like that, as Roxy was telling you a little bit about our schedule. But it's four weeks. Um, I think in the future ones, we're, uh, we're going to expand the number of weeks that are available for the team. There's just so much to cover, and we're having so much fun together that I think more, more days or more weeks together would be better. But I don't know if Ethan and Roxy feel the same. Yeah, so Roxy, I mean, you know, four weeks is going to go by pretty quickly. What, uh, what would you like to see happen, I guess, uh, to, to sort of crown your graduation? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you know, we've become really fast friends over the past two weeks. We've, uh, we just finished the second week, and um, it's almost like you feel like we've known each other for way longer than that. So I know that we're going to keep connections going. I'm, I think, um, you know, maybe some accountability um, kind of touch points, maybe hanging out once a week, or not once a week, sorry, once a month. Maybe over Zoom would be great. Um, I'm just really excited about all the projects that are in this group. I think these businesses are um, really looking at not only how can they be successful from a financial standpoint, but more so the group that's been curated here, everyone is mission-driven. So we're looking at how can we also benefit our communities. And I think because that's so much a part of the DNA of this group, I think we are all looking to support each other in this endeavor too. So even if it's not formalized in any sense, I'm 100% sure we're all going to stay in touch and, and cheer each other on. So, uh, Ethan, in the last sort of 30 seconds, I mean, what, what uh, do you want to see act, uh, happen at the, by the end of the uh, four weeks? Yeah, by the end of the four weeks, you know, we're looking to polish up our pitch. And um, kind of as Roxy said, we've become so tight. Part of the program, the inherent program, is how can we help each other out? There's such a sense of familial bonding that whether it's pooling our purchase power together for a lot of the food companies or seeing if we can do introductions to other people, I have no doubt at the end of the four weeks there will be lifelong connections. Um, so I'm, I'm really stoked. Now that's great. So Omar... Happens. And then yeah. I'm moving into the Sultan Ventures office space when they extend the office. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so Omar, I mean, I know... I, okay, so I, I, before I ask you the, the, you know, the, the last question... Uh, yep. Are you are you thinking of a pre-X, uh, you know, two? I mean, when's that going to happen? Absolutely, yeah. We're definitely thinking of a, of a second cohort. I think this program has worked out really well. Uh, like Roxy and Ethan were mentioning, we've specifically designed the program a little bit de- uh, differently than we have in the past. And uh, to bring in more of that, 
that connection and that bonding and that relationship building and supporting each other. Because at the end of the day, I think the, one of the one of the ways that Hawaii is going to advance as an innovation ecosystem is by supporting each other, not competing against each other, and not being so, competitive. So, Omar, what's the uh, what's the grow. what's the URL that I can send send people to? Yeah, AccelerateHawaii.com. Find out all about the companies. Sounds good. XLR8HI.com. Thanks a lot. Omar Sultan, co-founder of Accelerate HI. Ethan West from Punahele Provisions. And Roxy Ortiz from Wooden Wave. I want to thank you all for joining us today. And, of course, thank you for listening to Bite Mars Cafe. Join us next week when we'll find out about getting fiber optic connectivity to HANA. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find the podcast of tonight's show on bitemarscafe.org. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. Our engineer is David Chong. Don't forget, you can make a contribution to HPR right now by going to our website, hawaiipublicradio.org, or on the HPR app. You stay awesome. We'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Bye.